in the name of Jesus. I want us to lift up our voice and give him praise this morning because it deserves our praise. Father, we exalt you. Lord, we magnify your name for fighting our battles for us on daily basis. Glory and honor be unto your name. Adoration be unto your name. In the name of Jesus. I want us to begin to ask for his mercy this morning. Is a merciful God. The Bible says his mercies are new every morning. Let's open our mouth and say, Lord, be merciful unto me this morning. Be merciful unto my family this morning. Lord, let me receive your mercy in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, let all my closed doors be opened in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, forgive me all my sins this morning in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, renew my strength for the journey of today. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let every powers of the wicked be destroyed in my life. In the name of Jesus, I want us to begin to plead the blood. There is power in the blood of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to plead the blood. Over the journey of today, begin to plead the blood. In the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus. Over our children, over every members of our family. And we cancel every agenda of the enemies by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus, let every negative dreams of the night be cancelled. Now, by the blood of Jesus, we cancel every dreams of attack. We cancel every dreams of death by the power and the blood. In the name of Jesus, every arrow shot against us in our dream. By the power and the blood of Jesus, we flush them out. In the name of Jesus. Let every evil marks working against our favor be removed this morning by the power and the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, whatever was concluded in the realm of darkness against us for the journey of today, we stand against it by the power and the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, as we go out today, mark us with the blood of Jesus for total protection. In the name of Jesus. Lord, mark every members of our family with your blood for exemption from evil. In the name of Jesus, we sprinkle the blood on our communities. We sprinkle the blood on our highways and we cancel every agendas of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, Lord, in the journey of today, let the blood of Jesus speak favor for us. In the name of Jesus, let the blood of Jesus speak better things for us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want somebody to say a louder amen. I want us to open our Bible to the book of Psalm. That's where we are going to be doing our prophetic prayers. Psalm 77 from verse 14 to 15. Psalm 77 from verse 14 to 15. The Bible says, you are the God who does wonders. And you have declared your strength among the peoples. And look at verse 15. You have with your hand, the hand of God talks about the power of God. You have with your hand redeemed your people, the son of Jacob and Joseph. I want to pray for somebody this morning that God will manifest his wonder working power in your life. In the name of Jesus and with his hand. He will redeem you from the hands of powerful enemies. In the name of Jesus. I want us to lift up our voice. We have just maybe three or four points to pray from these verses of scripture. 
We're going to cry unto God and say, My Father, because you are the God of wonders. How many of us believe that God can do wonders? The book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, one of the names given to Jesus was wonderful, wonderful. I pray for somebody this morning that you will experience the wonders of God in the name of Jesus. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, because you are the God of wonders in my life, do your wonders today in the name of Jesus. Perform your wonders in my family. Perform your wonders in my home. Perform your wonders in my journey. Perform your wonders in my life. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Because you are the God of wonders. Let your wonder working power be manifested in my life today. In the name of Jesus. I want to see wonders. I want to experience wonders. I want to walk in wonders. Lord, manifest your wonders in my life today. In the name of Jesus. I want somebody to crown to God and say, My Father, I want to experience your wonder. Because you are the God that does wonders. Manifest your wonders in my life. In the name of Jesus, manifest your wonders in my home. In the name of Jesus, manifest your wonders in the life of my children. In the name of Jesus, the God of wonders, manifest your wonder-working power in my life today. In the name of Jesus, I have been yearning about your wonders. Let that same wonder-working power work for me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masoto koto leke pete yeleke pedeli masidikapolia. God of wonders, God of wonders, manifest your wonder-working power in our lives today. In the name of Jesus, upon those who are sick, manifest your wonder-working power. For those who are expecting miracles, manifest your wonder-working power. In the name of Jesus, oh God, manifest your wonder-working power. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you that God will manifest His wonder-working power in your life today. In the name of Jesus, in the journey of today, the Lord will give you a pleasant surprise. In the name of Jesus, you will walk in wonders. I said you will see wonders. You will experience wonders. In the name of Jesus Christ, it is done. I want somebody to say louder, Amen. I want you to lift up your voice. The Bible says, you have with your hand redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The hand of the Lord talks about the hand of God. The hand of the Lord talks about the power of God. The hand of the Lord talks about the strength of God. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to crown to God and say, my father, this morning, let me be redeemed from the hands of all my powerful enemies with your hand. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Redeem my business from the hands of the enemies. Redeem every members of my family from the hands of our enemies. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Because you are the God of all strength. Because you are a powerful God. Redeem me from the hands of the wicked. In the name of Jesus, redeem my family from the hands of the enemies. In the name of Jesus, redeem my business. Whatever belongs to me in the hand of the enemy, let it be redeemed back this morning. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. The God of all strength, redeem us from the hands of the wicked. In the name of Jesus, redeem us from death. Redeem us from failure. Redeem us from the wicked. In the name of Jesus, by your powerful hand, 
by your powerful arms. Let us be redeemed this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. For somebody, I pray for your redemptions. In the name of Jesus, from the hands of the enemies, you are redeemed. In the name of Jesus, I said from the hands of the wicked, you are redeemed. In the name of Jesus, your business is redeemed. In the name of Jesus, your family is redeemed. In the name of Jesus, your business, your career is redeemed from the hands of the wicked. In the name of Jesus, even your life is redeemed from death. In the name of Jesus, it is done. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. We are still praying. You are going to cry out to God and say, My Father, by your powerful hand, do the impossible in my life today. The Bible says, by your hand, you have what? You have you have you have shown you have declared your strength among the people. Look at that. How does God declare his strength? By doing the impossible in our lives. That is how people we know that we serve a God who does wonders. That we serve a God who can turn impossibilities to possibility. Do you know in our lives, if some things are not happening, if the impossibility are not turned to possibility, people will know they, they may not believe in our God. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, declare your strength in my life by turning all my impossibilities to possibilities. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Oh God, let people know that I serve a living God. Let people know that you are a powerful God backing me up. In the name of Jesus, Lord, turn all my impossibilities to possibilities by your powerful hand. In the name of Jesus, whatever has been considered impossible by your power, let it be made possible this morning. In the name of Jesus, Lord, turn all our impossibilities to possibilities in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. Ancient of days, we give you praise for answers to our prayers this morning. Lord, be glorified. Lord, be exalted in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. If you know that God has answered your prayers this morning, shout a louder Hallelujah. I want to welcome every one of us to this morning prayer meeting and believe in God that this morning the Lord will meet us at the point of our needs in the name of Jesus. Very quickly, I want us to open our Bible to the book of 2 Kings chapter 4. We are going to be starting a new series this morning. Uh, 2nd Kings chapter 4 from verse 1 to 7. We want to contemplate from the story that took place in these uh, verses of scripture uh, is it, a contemplation it's, it's, it's a dialogue we want to have uh, a study of this story and, and begin to unpack some of the lessons that we can learn because one thing about the word of God is that the word of God is new every day the word of God is not like the newspaper you know some of these newspaper when you read it by the following day, it has become a dead news. But the word of God is always a breaking news. Every day, its power is new, its power is fresh. Second Kings chapter 4, from verse 1 to 7, the Bible says, A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know, that your servant feared the Lord. Look at that. 
Look at that. Do you know, as couples, our, 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 our spouse, maybe our wife or our husband, they know more about us. And for this woman to come out boldly before Elisha, to say that his husband, I mean, her husband, who was also a servant to Elisha, is dead. It means that man was a real man of God. If you want to know a real man of God, go and ask their wife. If you want to know a real woman of God, go and ask their husband. They can tell you if that man or if that woman is a real man of God. This woman knew. He said, your servant. Do you know women, they don't, they don't joke around. They don't play around. They don't play around. The woman recognized because that man was indeed a genuine man of God. That man was indeed a man of God that feared God. And his wife knows so. And not only his wife, even his children, they know that this man feared God. This man was a servant to Elisha. He was a loyal servant. He was a faithful servant. And that was what the woman was trying to let Elisha know. That this man who is your servant and also my husband, hey, is dead. Oh, is dead. Is dead. You need to do something. Look at that. Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know, look at that. You know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his servants. Verse 2. So Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? How can I be of help to you? Look at that. What, what shall I do for you? Not what can I take from you. What a man of God. What a man of God. A man of God that was looking, that, that was looking for what he can do to help a widow woman. Not how he can exploit a widow woman. So what can I do? Tell me, what do you have in your house? And she said, your maid servant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Verse 3, then he said, go, borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, even empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. Look at that. Set aside the full ones. Look at verse 5. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her. And she poured it out. Look at that. Although the woman was in pain, listen to me, the woman was in pain. But even in the midst of pain, she was still able to obey instruction. She was still able to follow instruction given to her. The Bible says she kept pouring it out. Pouring it out. I know some of us, maybe we are going through painful situation right now. And because of that, we want to stop pouring out. I want to encourage you this morning. Don't stop pouring out. Because that is, that is where your miracle will manifest. That is where your blessing will manifest. Don't stop pouring out. Don't say, well, because of what I'm going through, I will stop doing this. I will stop doing that. No. The woman, though it was, she was in pain, she did not stop to pour out. She was pouring out. She was pouring out. She was pouring out. And look at what happened next. In verse, in verse 6, Now it came to pass when the vessels were full, that she said to her son, 
bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. Look at that. When there was no more vessel to pour out into, the Bible said the oil ceased. If you are reading this from KJV, the Bible says in KJV, and the oil stayed. I pray for somebody this morning. Your oil will not stay. Your oil will not cease. In the name of Jesus. I say your oil of joy, it will not cease. In the name of Jesus. Verse 7. Then she came and told the man of God, what a woman. What a woman. The Bible said this woman, after she experienced the miracle, she came back to the man of God. Do you know some, some people would have just gone? They will not even let the man of God know whether the miracle work or it doesn't work. They will have just disappeared and said, what, what is, what's my concern? With the man of God, I'm not even going back. I'm not going to let the man of God know anything. I will just disappear. This is now the oil for my family. And the, woman, the Bible said the woman came back. She came back. And, and that's, that's a lesson to us too. Many of us sometimes we don't remember God after God has done what we are asking for asking him to do. Maybe we are praying for a job. Maybe we are praying for something. As soon as we get it, we don't even remember to, to thank God. We don't even remember to come and share our testimony. The Bible said this woman came back. She came back. And, and, and then she came and told the man of God. And he said, the man of God said to her, go and sell the oil. Do you know after she came back, she received further instruction. Look at that. Because the woman didn't know what to do with the oil. She received further instruction. In our coming back to share testimony, we get further instruction from God. In our coming back to share testimony, our healing is, is, is even being perfected. Our miracle is being perfected. Look, look at, for example, the, 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 the ten lepers in Luke 17 that, that came to Jesus. The Bible says only one of them who was a Samaritan came back to thank Jesus. All the other nines, as soon as they received their healing, they disappeared into the city. But the Samaritan came back and he was the only one that was made whole. Look at that. He was made whole by Jesus. When we come back to thank God, when we come back to give him glory for what he has done, Jesus made our miracles to be whole. The Bible says, then the man of God gave her further instruction. The first instruction she received was part one. Now she received the second part. Go and sell the hoy. The man of God didn't, didn't tell her, go and drink the hoy. Go and wash with the hoy. No, he said, go and sell the hoy. Do you know some people will have been drinking the hoy? I said, oh, the more I can drink this hoy, the more money will come. That's what some people are doing. They are not ready to listen to instruction. Some people are pouring anointing oil on their head every day. Thinking, ah, let me anoint my head. Let me anoint my head. That is how I will get money. Come on, come on, come on. We have to stop all this nonsense. Many people are sleeping in church today. They are not doing the second instruction. They are sleeping in church. They are taking a shower. They tell them maybe you have to stay here and take shower, special shower at the church. What is nonsense? What a nonsense. This is somebody looking for a job. You're asking to stay in church and be taking shower every day. Maybe you, you tell them, oh, this bottle of oil I'm giving you, just be pouring it on your leg, on your leg. Look at that, on your leg. That is how you are going to walk into your miracle. What a nonsense. Tell them to go out and look for a job. Tell them to go out and, and, and use the wisdom they have learned from the church. Tell them to go out and, and begin to do things on their own to make money. 
not to be pouring oil, not to be drinking oil. Come on. That's why there is a lot of poverty, especially in the third world country, like Africa. Because people believe, oh, this oil, this oil that does multiply, in fact, maybe what I will be doing is I will, I will be pouring it on each of the heads of my children. The woman did not do that. The woman did not do that. The man of God told her, go and sell this oil. Open a business. Have your own business. Start something. Although your husband is dead, you don't have a means of income again. Do go and do something. Do something with your time. Open a business. Start selling this oil. And the profit that you make, use it to pay for the debt. Use it to pay for the debt. I pray that God will give us understanding. In the name of Jesus, this morning we are going to we are going to be starting a series which I've called the widow's oil. The widow's oil. But for this morning, I, I, I want to share with us what I've tied to dealing with common issues of life. Dealing with common issues of life. Now, one thing about the Bible is that the Bible, you know, it contains a lot of stories that we can all relate to as believers. The Bible is a book for everyone. It's a book for the poor. It's a book for the kings. It's a book for the, for the marginalized, the forgotten society. There is none of us that when we read the Bible, we will not see the story of ourselves in it. Although the Bible was originally written for, for nations, particularly the Jewish nation, but, but we, we see the story of the whole world play, being played out in the Bible. And that's, how, when, that's why when we read the Bible, uh, we, we can read about the faith and the feelings of people in the Bible. When we read the Bible, we can, we can learn from, from, the, from the trials and temptations of people in the Bible. When we read the Bible, we, we can learn about how people faced challenges of life and how they overcome. And this is a lesson that we too can learn. The book of Romans chapter 15 verse 4, the Bible says, For whatsoever things were written aforetime, were written for our learning. Look at that. Look at that. That we, through patience and comfort of the scripture, might have hope. Many people don't have hope today. Many people are looking for hope, but they don't have hope because they are looking for hope in a wrong way. The Bible, the word of God, is a book of hope. And I want to pray for somebody this morning that the Lord will restore your hope. In the name of Jesus, I want to tell you that, brother, don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. God can still do something about your case. Don't lose hope. That widow woman did not lose hope. The Bible said the woman did not go to wrong people. She went to the man of God. A widow. This widow woman could have been exploited. I didn't mean that she went to wrong people. They could have exploited her and said, well, since you are a widow now, you you have no husband. If you want me to help you, you have to do this. You have to do that. No. She went to the right source for help. She went to the man of God. And the meaning of Elisha is God is salvation. Because, because in God is our deliverance. Is God is our salvation. I pray in the name of Jesus that God will give us direction. In the name of Jesus. Now, what are the common problems, common issues of life? From this verse, because we are, we are only working on verse 1 today. Number 1, we see that in life, these are, these are, I'm, just, I'm just going to list some of the common issues common problems of life number one sometimes there could be death in the family death in the family that is part of the common issues of life common problems 
there is no family, there is no nobody that will be exempted from this. Death in the this is common issue, common life problem that people face. Death in the family. But how do we handle it as believers? That's what matters. The Bible says in, in that first second king chapter four, verse one, the Bible says a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. That man that died that died was a was one a man of God or a servant of God. Number two, that man was a husband to a woman. That man was a father to some children. And death, death in the family. Death in the family. Sometimes when we lose the lost one, loved one, it can be very, very painful. It can, it can even lead to depression. It can lead to disappointment. It can even make us to want to question God and say, God, why? Why? Do you know that woman? That was why that woman, when, when she came to Elisha, he said, your servant, look at that, my husband, your servant. Uh-uh. You are a man of God now. You are a powerful man of God, yet your servant, who is my husband, died. He died. Look at that. It was as if the woman was coming to challenge the man of God. I said, how can your servant, who is my husband, just die like that? Look at that. Death in the family. The book of Joshua chapter 1, that, that servant was not the only one that died as a servant of God. Even Moses in Joshua chapter 1, from verse 1 to 2, the Bible says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord. Look at that. The servant of the Lord. When it is time to go, a servant of God, a man of God, a big prophet, a small prophet, we go. I pray that we will not go before our time. In the name of Jesus. Even Moses, as powerful as he was, he died. And that was why it took God to come and announce the death of Moses. Nobody could do that. Because they didn't even know where Moses was buried. God came to Joshua and said, Joshua, my servant is dead. And Joshua became totally discouraged. Joshua almost entered into depression because Joshua could not think of how somebody would be able to lead like Moses led. Moses was the one that was feeding them for, four, for 40 years. He was the one, you know, giving cancer. He was the one taking care of everybody for 40 years. Now this man is dead. How are they going to survive? And that's why God told Joshua, don't be discouraged. Don't be, be strong. And God keep telling him three times. It's, um, Joshua 1.6, Joshua 1.9. Have I told you not to be discouraged? Joshua, get up. Be a man. Look at that. God told Joshua. But death is common. This is a common problem in life. Everybody, this is a common issue that we are going to face. Whether we are believers, whether we are unbelievers, there is going to be death. Death in the family. Death. Death. In, in Psalm 16, Psalm 116 verse 15, the Bible says, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saint. Look at that. The death of his saint is precious. And the sight of the Lord. Number two, I'm just listing some of the common issues of life that we happen to people. It is common. Number two, but sometimes bad things can happen to good people. I want us to listen to this. We are, this message is just to prepare our mind. Bad things sometimes can what can happen to good people. Can happen because we live in a broken world. Do you know? 
We live in a world where people call light darkness. We live in a world where people call darkness light because we live in a broken world. We live in a, in a world that is not perfect. Sometimes bad things do happen to good people. Bad things do happen to good people. Look at, for example, Job. <laughs> oh my God. Ooh, ooh. The Bible, the Bible says in Job chapter 1, verse 1, there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was blameless. Another word for blameless means perfect. That man was perfect, upright, and the one who feared God and shunned evil. Not only did Job fear God, Job even taught his family to fear God. The Bible says sometimes Job will even make sacrifice on behalf of his children. Maybe they have done wrong. Maybe they have committed sin. He will, he will make sacrifice for their sins. He will pray that God will forgive them. He was a perfect man. He was a man that was doing everything right. But because we live in a broken world, sometimes bad things do happen to good people. But I want to pray for us that no, no evil will happen to us. In the name of Jesus. In that same Job 1, listen to me, Job 1, from verse 13 to 22, all kinds of calamities started happening to Job. He lost his business, he lost his children, he lost his farm, he lost everything. And if you look at what the Bible says in Job 1, 22, in all this, Job did not sin, nor charge God with wrong. In KJV, he said, Job did not sin, nor charge God with foolishness. Look at that. How do, when bad things happen to us, how do we undo it? Do we question God? Do we say, God, you know I'm paying my tithe, and this thing happened to me? No, no, no. We should be careful. We live in a broken world. Let us watch our mouth when bad things happen. Maybe around us. If we don't know the answer, let's just keep quiet. Let's talk. We live in a broken world. God knows more than we know. I said God knows more than we know. And there is always the promise of God to those who fear God. I don't want us to think maybe now that bad things happen to good people, maybe I should now become a bad person. Don't become a bad person. Don't say, well, nobody is free from evil. Whether you are good or you are bad, we are the same. No, 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 no. Listen to me. There is promises of God for those who fear God. In Psalm 103 verse 11, the Bible says, For as high as the heavens are above the head, so great is his loving kindness towards those who fear him. There is something called the loving kindness of God towards those who fear him. Psalm 115 verse 13, the Bible says, He will bless those who fear the Lord, the small together with the great. God said he will bless those who fear him. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 13, the Bible says, Hear the conclusions of the whole matter. When all has been heard, fear God and keep his commandments. Because this is, this is the summary of life. Fear God. Don't say, well, whether you fear God, you don't fear God, something bad will happen. So it's, 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 it's good to just not fear God. It's good to just be bad. No! We are not supposed to be bad because bad things happen to good people. In fact, in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, the Bible says, And we know, we may not know all things, but we know that that what that that God worked things that all things rather work together for good to those that what to those that love God to those who are the call according to His purpose. 
whether bad things, even sometimes God will use a bad thing to bring good things out. Do you know God can use our mess to make a miracle? Yes, that is what the Lord can do. And I want to pray for somebody this morning. I don't know the situation you are going through, but from that bad situation, from that embarrassing situation, miracle will manifest in the name of Jesus. Power of God will manifest in the name of Jesus. Number three, number three, we may not get the reward. This is very important. We may not get the reward on heart for every good thing that we do. These are, these are true lessons. We may not get the reward in this world for every good thing that we do. Look at that servant of God. The man of God. He died. Not only did he just die, he died as a poor man. Look at Lazarus. Lazarus died as a poor Lazarus. In life, I want us to listen to this. In life, we may not get the reward for every good thing that we have done. But I want to assure us that there is a reward waiting for us in heaven. It is not everything that we have done that we are going to get reward for. And that is why we must not be discouraged as believers. We must not what? Be discouraged in doing good. Because the good we are doing, we are showing a seed. And the fruit of the seed, sometimes we may get maybe some of the reward in this world. But majority of the reward is waiting for us in heaven. If maybe, maybe somebody is saying, well, I've been doing good. I've been helping people. What have I gotten from it? Don't be discouraged. You may not get the reward for every good thing you are doing now. But I want to assure you that in heaven, there is a reward waiting for you. In Revelation chapter 14 verse 13, the Bible said, Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Right, blessed are the dead who died in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works follow them. Their works means their reward will follow them. That, that man of God, although he died at the time he was not supposed to die, but he died in the Lord. That is what mattered. He died as a servant of God. He died as somebody that feared God. And there is reward in heaven for him. There is reward in heaven for him. I want us to listen to this. We may not get the reward for every good thing we are doing in this world. And that should help us not to be discouraged. Because sometimes we want a fast reward. I said, God, I've done this. You have to do this. Uh, no, no, no. We may not get reward for everything. Then number four, we must prepare for the day of death. That's another lesson from that verse. We must prepare for the day of death. I don't know what happened. The Bible says the creditor, look at what the, the, the woman said. He said, the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slave. Why would the creditor come and take the children of a man of God? We don't know. Could it have been that the man of God, when he borrowed the money from the creditor, he did not inform his wife? Could it have been that the man of God informed his wife about the debt, but the woman did not do anything about it? What happened? We don't know. We don't know. And that is a lesson to us that in life, we have to prepare for our day of death. We have to prepare. We don't Because if that man has prepared you know, for his day of death, the creditor shouldn't have come and take away his two children. We have to prepare. 
We have to. We must not live a reckless life as believers. We must not live a reckless. The man did not prepare for for his children. The man did not prepare. There was nothing saved. There was nothing done. This man just died. We don't know. Now, now, if you look at the situation, the family. It was after the man died that the wife now cried to the man of God. Why maybe? Why didn't the wife cry out to Elisha? Why didn't the wife cry out to Elijah? Maybe the man has been having sleepless nights because of the debt on his neck. And the woman has been noticing it, but she kept quiet. We don't know. We don't know, but Elijah was a man empowered by Holy Ghost. Why didn't the, the woman tell the man of God? I said, my man of God, <laughs> oh my, <laughs> something is happening. You know, my, my husband is not sleeping anymore. My husband is not eating anymore. My husband doesn't sleep in the house anymore. I don't know what is going on. Can you please talk to him? But when the man died, that was when the woman cried out. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But 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 the Bible says, the Bible says, this man did not prepare. The creditor came. And when the, when the woman saw the creditor coming, ah, she said, no. I have lost my husband. I'm not going to lose my children. I want to pray for you. You will not lose anything again. You will not lose anyone again in your family. In the name of Jesus. The woman became desperate. I want us to become desperate. Although there may be problem in life, but that doesn't mean that problem is our portion. No. We have to be desperate in the place of prayer. And that was what the woman did. Said, no, I'm not going to lose my children. I'm not going to, I want somebody to be desperate this morning. I'm not going to lose my job. I'm not going to lose my children. I'm not going to lose my sanity. I'm not going to lose my joy. I'm not going to lose my peace. No matter what may be happening around me. The woman was desperate. The woman was desperate. But we have to prepare for the day of death. In 2 Kings chapter 20 verse 1, Isaiah 38 verse 1, God sent prophet Isaiah to a king called Ezekiah. Say, get ready, Ezekiah, because you will die. Put your house in order. In 2 Samuel 17, verse 23, there was a man called Ahitophel. Ahitophel was like a, a counselor to David. You know, after this man gave a counsel to Absalom, and Absalom did not recognize his counsel. Although that counsel, I didn't mean that Absalom followed it, David would have been completely forgotten as a king. The Bible said this man became angry. The Bible says in 2 Samuel 17, verse 23, Ahitophel went to his house, put his house in order, and he hung himself and died. Even that man, before he died, he made sure he put his house in order. He prepared for his day of death. The one man, we know this man to be Abraham. Abraham was a man that prepared for his day of death. He prepared before he died. In, in, in Genesis 25, Verses 5 and 6. The Bible says, Before Abraham died, what did Abraham do? In verse 25, And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac. That is how to prepare. All that he had, because God already told Abraham, It is in Isaac that your hair will be. So he gave everything to Isaac. And look at verse 26. But Abraham gave gifts to the sons of the concubines, which Abraham had. And while he was still alive, he sent them away. Look at that. He sent them away far from Isaac. Because if he didn't do that, they are the ones that will kill Isaac before his time. Then number five, let's go and let's because I want us to go and pray. Number five. 
Every family will need to deal with spiritual creditors. That's, a, that's the fifth point from this verse 1. Every family will need to deal with what I call spiritual creditors. Hey, spiritual creditors. When we talk about spiritual creditors, we are talking about generational battles. Battles that we didn't know anything about. This woman was innocent. Her children were innocent. They were about to suffer for what the husband did. Every family we need to deal with spiritual creditors. Spiritual creditors. The book of Ezekiel 18 verse 2. In conclusion, the Bible said, The father have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth is set on hedge. I pray that every generational battles that may be occurring in our family, God will terminate it. In the name of Jesus, I want us to go and pray. We are going to lift up our voice unto God and say, My father, don't let me wait too long before I cry unto you for help. That's the first prayer point. Don't let me wait too long before I cry unto you for help. In the name of Jesus. Look at that woman. I, as I said, we don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. But why didn't, it, why didn't the woman cry out before the man died? Why didn't she cry out to Elisha? I say, Elisha, things are not easy. Oh. We, are, we, are, we don't have money. Oh. We don't have food in the house. Oh Again, things are tough. Maybe Elisha could have asked before, before her husband died, what do you have in your house? Maybe they could have multiplied the oil to pay the debt. I want us to lift up our voice. <laughs> That's a lesson to us that we should not wait for too long before we cry out for help. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, don't let me wait for too long before I cry for help. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, don't let me wait for too long before I cry for help. Before I cry for help. In the name of Jesus, don't let me wait for too long before I cry for help. Before I pray. Before I fast. Before I do what is right. Don't let me wait for too long. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, don't let me wait for too long. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to lift up of us. We want to come against the spirit of death in our family. The spirit of death. We want to come against it. Now, listen to me. The fact that death will happen, this is a common issue of life. That doesn't mean that we should die before our time. As believers, we can reject it. Look at, for example, Lazarus. I want us to listen to this. Lazarus died at the time he was not supposed to die. That was why Jesus raised him back to life. Yes. King Ezekiah that I told us about in, 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 in Isaiah 38 verse 1 for the story is from verse 1 to verse 11 and then 2nd King chapter 20 maybe from verse 1 to verse 12 Ezekiah was supposed to die but God reversed it look at that God can reverse death I want us to pray and say in the name of Jesus you spirit of untimely death in my family in my home this morning I bind you I cast you out in the name of Jesus. None of us will die before our time. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. 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 Wakata leke peteli kapa. Masundali masidi kapoli masafajiri kapolia. We come against the spirit of death. We bind and we cast you out. In the name of Jesus. None of us will die before our time. 
In the name of Jesus, every covenant of untimely death in our family, we break it this morning by the power and the blood. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I break the covenant of untimely death. In the name of Jesus, over my spouse, I break the covenant of untimely death. Over my children, I break the covenant of untimely death. Over my parents, I break the covenant of untimely death. Over my siblings, I break the covenant of untimely death. In the name of Jesus, Masata Kotoneke Ekepete Kuda Ailia Masilika Polymas of Ajinikapa. You spirit of death, we bind and we cast you out. Get out in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. I will not die before my time. In the name of Jesus, Lord, reverse death over my family. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to come against the spirit of lack. Now, somebody will say, Brother Peter, why, why are you, what are you talking about lack? I don't lack anything. I have all the monies in the account. I have everything I need. All my refrigerators, my freezer. I have food stored up for the next two months. I'm not, I'm not a poor man. Now, listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. Some of us, we may not be poor in time of money. But some of us, we still lack some things. Maybe you lack joy. Maybe you lack peace of mind. Maybe you can't even sleep. Some of us, maybe we can't even sleep at night. Because of what is going on. We may have food, we may have money, but we still lack something. When, we, when it comes to lack, lack is not just because of money. So, no, no, no. It's not just because of money. Some of us, we lack peace of mind. Some of us, we don't have joy anymore. I want us to pray. Do, 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 not, do not even some marriages lack love. There's no love between us and us. That is a lack. That is still a lack. For some of us, maybe we lack spiritual power. We lack spiritual potency. That is still a lack. When, so lack is not just money. No, we are not just talking about money. I want us to lift up our voice and say in the name of Jesus, you spirit of lack or poverty. Poverty. Look at that. Poverty. In my family. In the name of Jesus. I bind and I cast you out. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Masotokotolikapa. You spirit of lack, you spirit of poverty, spiritual poverty in my family, I bind and I cast you out. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I call the Lima, I call the Lima, we come against the spirit of lack in our family. In the name of Jesus, you spirit of lack. You spirit of poverty in any areas of our life, we bind and we cast you out. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, let every power that has been assigned to, to make me to labor in vain. Please pray this prayer. That was why the woman came to Elisha. It was as if she was telling Elisha, ah, ah, my husband, who is your servant, is dead. Oh. So which means the woman was indirectly saying, it, it is like my husband who is your servant has labored in vain. No reward. He died without anything. He died a poor man. Ah! No reward. I want us to lift. You know there are some powers that want us to labor like that. There are some powers that want us to labor and labor without seeing the results. There are some power they want you to labor. They want you to work without any without getting getting any profit. Yes. 
there are some powers like that. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, in the name of Jesus, every power that has been assigned to cause me to labor in vain, without any profit, without any reward, this morning, let the power be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I will not labor in vain. In the name of Jesus, power that want me to labor in vain. Power that want me to sweat and sweat without any profit. This money be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masoto Kudalima Ekepeteyelia Masidikapa. Let that power be terminated by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray and say, my father, let order be restored to my family. Look at that. Let order. God told Ezekiah, true prophet Isaiah, say, go and put your house in order. I want us to pray and say, Lord, let order be restored to my home. And let, if there's any storm causing disability in my home, let that storm cease in the name of Jesus. Restore order to my family. Restore order to my home. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, restore order. Restore order to our family. In the name of Jesus. Restore order to our home. In the name of Jesus. If there are storms causing disability, if there are storms causing disorderliness in our home, we repeat that storm. In the name of Jesus, let order be restored to our homes. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, Lord, restore others. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, let every power assigned to be attacking me because I fear the Lord. Look at that. That man, you know, he feared God. He was a loyal servant. And yet, death ceased upon him. Death is not a spirit from God. Death is, is a spirit of death. It's a spirit that walks with the devil. Death ceased upon him. Do you know sometimes because we are believers, there are some problems that we are facing. There are some challenges that we are facing just because we fear God. Yes, listen to me. There are some of us that we are, we are fighting some battles right now. It is not because uh, we love somebody or we didn't love somebody. It is because we fear God. Yes. It is because we are walking in the truth. It is because we are walking in righteousness. There are some battles that we are fighting. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, in the name of Jesus, every, every, every power assigned to be attacking me because I fear God. Every power assigned to be attacking my family, to be attacking my children, because I fear God. Let the power be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every power assigned to be attacking us, because we fear God, because we are walking in righteousness, because we are walking in holiness. Father, this morning, let the power be terminated by fire. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Masuda Likapa, Ekepete Likapa, power persecuting us, power persecuting our children, power waging war against our family because we fear God, because we are working in holiness, because we are working in righteousness. This morning, let them be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, terminate that power by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.
Now, uh, we, 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 may, we may need to deal with this tomorrow. But let's just pray very briefly against ancestral creditors. We are going to talk about that tomorrow. Ancestral creditors. Every family has to deal with it. And this is what makes people to suffer innocently. Maybe because of what great, 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 great grandfathers have done. Some people, they, 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 they are they are paying for what they did not buy. Look at that. Look at that. I want us to lift up our voice and say, in the name of Jesus, every ancestral creditors, after my family, after my children, after my wife, after my husband, this money lose a hold by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Ancestral creditors after us. Ah, Malima, Macedia, Ekedia, Ilakulia, Makudailia, be terminated by fire. Lose your hold upon us. In the name of Jesus, we refuse to pay for what we did not buy. In the name of Jesus, we refuse to suffer for what we didn't know anything about. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And lastly, I want us to pray and say, Lord, as I go out this morning, let me be empowered by Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, we pray for power, power to walk in dominion. Empower us. In the name of Jesus, in the journey of today, let us enjoy your favor. Let your goodness locate us. Glorify yourself in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you. Lord, as we go, let your presence go with us. Glorify yourself in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you will give us power to walk in dominion over every common issues of life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. What we That I want